0: Hello, my name's Richard Platel,
1: and my name's Liz Walker,
0: and this is the Bake Canadian Takeoff, a podcast about the Great Canadian Baking Show,
1: and this is International Week. In- what the heck does that mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so the show opened with a sort of funny little clip with Julia pretending to be in a uh, Roberto uh, Fellini. Bellini. Bellini. Bellini? Bellini
0: A Bellini film?
1: A Bellini film? <laughs> yeah, which I, I guess think this... Yeah.
0: This was my favorite opening so far, I think.
1: Yeah. Sure. I mean it foreshadowed the 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 last the showstopper. Yes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Anyway. And was it Anne Donahue or was it uh Emma Waverman who pointed out the um inception-esque qualities of last week's intro
0: yes a dream within a dream
1: dream within a dream i never saw inception
0: oh it's great it's got uh, leonardo dicaprio in it
1: i don't like him uh...
0: (laughs) you don't like leonardo dicaprio never have huh
1: huh there you go (laughs) It's a controversial opinion Let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about baking in the international sphere. Huh. <laughs> What's that mean?
0: What does that mean?
1: What does that mean? Well, it starts with uh, one thing that the whole world can agree upon, and that is that everyone likes a ham pie. Yes. So, <laughs> so the signature challenge is a ham pie. Uh, that 24 bring... ham pies. 24 ham pies, identical, with a dip on the side to bring yes. to bring peace and love and understanding to the world.
0: Yes. Hand in hand in hand pie.
1: <laughs> hand pies across America. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I wanted the fataya? The fataya. Yeah, Sadias. Yeah, Sadias beef and chutney fataya. It was like a yeasted soft dough. It looked like a yeasted soft dough of some kind pillowy with, like, a, a finely minced beef inside, and there was, mm-hmm. like, some smoking going on. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, I was pretty
0: interested in that. She she had some quick-lighting charcoal that she just kind of burned um, in, in the a, pan. In a,
1: in a little cup of, uh, of tinfoil. Foil. Yeah. And you could see all this sort of smoke, and I was like, "What? what is that? What's happening? And they didn't land on it long enough. <laughs>
0: It looked it looked like it was maybe the the charcoal wafer from a from a shisha from a from a, a tobacco water pipe.
1: Oh. I've yeah. never seen one of those. Okay. Maybe yeah, well maybe we little, can ask uh, her
0: cook, cookie wafers of uh, of of charcoal that you burn in them.
1: Oh. And you can get kind of a smoky, charcoaly kind of a flavor from them presumably.
0: Well well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that would
1: be so interesting. There was a lot yeah. of interesting techniques this episode, which we'll mm-hmm. get into later. But there were some things that made me go, what the what? Mm-hmm. It, what is happening? That is so interesting. And that was definitely the first one that raised my eyebrows and made me go, oh, this is very... I re- That is the one that I was thinking. I would like to eat that right now. Yeah. But there were samosas from Sichuan. There were... Yes. Um, Spring rolls from Timothy, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there was what else? We had uh, Mengling. Oh yeah, Devin. Yeah. What did she? Devin what bim did
0: bim bop. he had a bim bim bop hand pie with a quail egg?
1: Yeah, that's right. And that yeah. looked fantastic, and a uh, xian bing, which is kind of like a like a pork bun, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: a, uh from Mengling. Yes, and they they look they look delicious as well. Yeah, so that was kinda neat to see. And and people were drawing from their various stories Mm -hmm. um to 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 make their hand pies. And the stories are always really interesting because, you know, once again we have people from all across Canada and we have like a a pretty a a fairly diverse group of people. Mm -hmm. Um and so and I thought that their their hand pies, yeah, that were totally filled the brief of like telling stories that were personal to them. With their food,
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah and uh and I'm just gonna point out that Megan's hamburger mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, underscores um the for her I guess she she identifies most she uh, her final thoughts in the episode were mm-hmm. uh, were about representing Alberta
0: mm-hmm.
1: in international week
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought was an interesting strategy, and it's the first thing she does with her, with her ham pie, right? Yeah. She makes yeah. an Al- Alberta beef burger, essentially.
0: Yeah. Alberta, pretty big on the beef.
1: Pretty big on the beef. Yes. Uh, um, do you remember SARS? Sure. Right? Okay. So do you remember SARS stock?
0: I do remember SARS stock, yeah. So f- that the- was a concert that was held in Toronto. In support, uh, of... <laughs> in support of. In support of. It seemed fairly confused at the time. I think it yeah. was in support of the beef industry and tourism. Yeah. Is
1: that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember um, I went to. <laughs> I wanted to see the Flaming Lips. So mm-hmm. I went. I went.
0: Um, was that so... pre Yoshimi Battles, the Pink Robots? Or yeah, post... it was. It was. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. It was pre. Um. Yeah. Uh, the Rolling Stones played. I remember. I right. Remember, yeah. The
0: Rolling Stones played.
1: I remember Big Jagger saying, "Toronto is open for business," uh, and I thought, "Oh, that's you getting your check right there." <laughs>
0: like,
1: um. I think Justin Timberlake played "Blue Rodeo." Uh. I don't know. It was a long, weird day. Definitely the last time that I ever stood in a line for a porta potty. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, the hosts for the evening were Dan Aykroyd and Catherine O'Hara.
0: hmm
1: uh-huh. And at one point they're on stage nattering, being hosts. And Dan Aykroyd says something like, Catherine, have you ever been to Alberta? And she says, boy, I sure have. I love Alberta, Dan. And he says, uh do you love Alberta beef? And she says, well, you know, I'm a vegetarian, but I sure do love it. I, I do like to wear leather. or like, <laughs> Something completely inane like that. And it I was just like, oh, this, is, this isn't really landing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made a ham pie?
0: Um. Yeah, I've made Cornish pasties. Um, yeah. Yep. How about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I've uh, been making these cream cheese pastry um, uh, fruit pies,
0: mm.
1: ham pies. I'm trying. I'm trying to work my way up to being able to make like an empanada for the kids that they can take for lunch or something.
0: Ah, uh, nice. nice. Yeah, nice.
1: we're not there yet. <laughs> but uh, I find with these ham pies that I have made, they the the crust turns out really nice, but it's um it's hard to get the ratio of filling. Right. Like it's hard to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's hard to get the ratio right so that it closes and it closes properly and you're pinching it, but you're not tearing it and it doesn't leak too much. Yeah, it's a it's tough. Uh, you need experience.
0: Have you ever had uh, Hubix, the famous New Orleans uh, convenience store pastry? No. Um, oh, shoot. I talked about New Orleans last episode. I don't know That's I
1: OK. That we can talk about We are... I think there's a there's an inexhaustible interest in New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs>
0: Food um of new just before i went to new orleans one time um i was watching the first few episodes of the television show Treme mm-hmm. by david john, simon david simon the david the, simon. the man from the wire yep. um and in one of the episodes i think john goodman goes into a restaurant when the power is out and he's like do you have any dessert and they don't we have a hubix and it's it she like unwraps this pastry from the plastic wrapper and like puts it on a plate and gives it to them all nice anyway, it's a famous like it's it's like it's a it's a convenience store pastry you buy it um I was like, i want to try one of those mm-hmm. so I did, and I got one, and it wasn't great and then I looked at the wrapper and it was thirteen hundred calories for one pie wow, <sighs> which if you don't track calories is about a day's worth of calories.
1: Wow, amazing, how big was yeah. it?
0: Um, you know, like maybe like two credit cards,
1: yeah, okay, look, if you I ate that was... if you ate that much Nanaimo bar, it's probably the same,
0: yeah, it's true, yeah, you know, yeah, I think it's mostly mostly lard and corn syrup
1: <laughs> delicious mm. um, did you read just as an off did you read David Simon's tribute to uh Anthony Bourdain,
0: no. Oh no, you like gotta read that you
1: gotta read it, you gotta read it. It's great like when he says how he he didn't know who he was um and he'd actually met him when he was a writer before kitchen confidential came out they were at they were at like um they were at a like a festival or something together, and then they wound up he, he just describes that he was on like a food bender watching his show i think it was no reservations with his son he was like mm-hmm. day 4 sitting on the couch watching this show and and then he's mm-hmm. i don't know then he, he realizes i got to get this guy on Treme when Treme came up and anyway right. it's this great of how he tries to like convince him to come on and bourdain takes him out for sushi and david simon is embarrassed because he he drowned his sushi in soy sauce and wasabi <laughs> and, and, and and just like yeah just like really and how how f- how overprepared? It was interesting. He talks about how overprepared Anthony Bourdain was. Really? Yeah, he was like a an autodidact, and so he was a little bit defensive about it. Right. So it was just really yeah. It's a great read. Look it up. You'll you'll really enjoy it. I'm just looking over my notes from from this. Yeah, we. I think I don't know. Do you want to move on to the technical challenge?
0: Yeah, let's move on to the technical challenge. The technical challenge this week was to make twelve strawberry and red bean paste mochi. Dai Have fuku,
1: you had a mochi?
0: Daifuku mochi. No, I've never. I've had a mochi. Uh, I've had a little uh, dessert mochi. They're very toothsome. They're 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 chewy, gummy little guys.
1: Toothsome. I like that. Yeah. That's a great word. <laughs> um. Yeah, not typical for, a, like, a Western palate, though, I kind of no, imagine. No,
0: certainly not.
1: Gummy. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Well, this was one of those challenges, again, where everybody, would, everybody sort of, except for Devin, threw their hands up into the air and shrugged and was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see Devin, how this goes.
0: <laughs> Devin made some interesting choices on this technical challenge, one of which was to not read the recipe very quickly. Co- close right yes
1: <laughs>
0: yes he went
1: from panic with the signature to not reading the recipe
0: yeah which
1: yeah i oh. self-sabotage I could, I, is a thing
0: <laughs> that's a mistake i could see i could i could see myself making like oh i know what oh is.
1: oh yeah totally totally that's what i mean like that sort of like Accidental self confidence that comes along occasionally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What's this? I don't know how to deal with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seemed like a really hard, a really hard challenge. If you if you weren't familiar with them, the you were working with a unusual dough which you had to steam.
0: Steam? Yeah, weird, eh?
1: Steam into a play all- playdoughy esque kind of texture
0: yeah and that steaming is all the cooking that it gets, right
1: yeah that seemed to be it and then you roll it around in potato starch and you it was very mm-hmm. much a play dough kind of exercise
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um and then you yeah you cooked your red beans um and then wrapped it around a strawberry basically yeah 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 it it was it was a really tough challenge i think i don't i if faced with that i don't think i'd i don't it's not like I think I'd do any better. <laughs>
0: The, um, the judges called out Sechen and Devon for having the wrong strawberry orientation in their mochis, which I thought was funny.
1: Um, also, they all had to make aluminum foil snake coils.
0: Yes, aluminum foil snake coil. Aluminum foil snake coil. Aluminum uh, foil snake
1: coil. Aluminum foil snake coil. To sit, to sit their bowl of dough on while they boiled it, well, steamed it. So, right. the whole thing was just it was just totally took them, i think out of their out of their element,
0: yeah, for sure,
1: um, and they also had to cook their beans from from like a dry like they had to cook the red beans too,
0: yeah, do you own a pressure cooker? no um, did you have any interesting cooking or food related adventures this week?
1: Well, actually, today I went to a Japanese comfort food cafe on the Danforth called Sakawa Coffee, and I ordered a Japanese hot
0: cake. What's that?
1: It's like a big, fluffy pancake, and it like it was yeah. And if you look them up on the internet, they're kind of amazing. They're like inch two inches high um people bake them like they'll they'll uh, they'll put it like in a wrapper so that mm-hmm. you can bake them really really quite tall mm-hmm. um and it, it just had like the most amazing velvety texture kind of like a mcdonald's pancake
0: oh yeah okay
1: do you do you remember them
0: yeah very homogeneous.
1: very very yeah it, it looked like an emoji of a giant pancake
0: uh-huh yeah do you know what
1: I- yeah I anyway can p- it was, i can picture
0: exactly what you mean
1: it was really good and interesting um and i looked up some recipes online and there are all sorts of like kooky kooky recipes where you would throw you would like put in a half a cup of um like japanese mayonnaise uh-huh yeah but then there are also ones which were just like butter and you know for, for sort of more conventional pancakes but it was mm-hmm. really it was really interesting
0: I uh I smoked a turkey for my family. We had a uh, family Thanksgiving at our house for the first time ever this year.
1: Yeah, you did a couple of things I saw.
0: Yeah, uh my wife uh my wife has been making uh practicing making chiffon cakes from the show.
1: <laughs> how many how many how many cakes did she make? Just
0: two, just two. Oh, okay. One, practice, right. cake then one, one practice cake and the one But one was a practice cake. One was a practice cake and one was a for real cake.
1: Nice. How did it turn out?
0: Pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. She, I
1: mean, I'm sure. She learned a lot of lessons from the show, so
0: yeah, pretty great. Pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, my, my youngest child turned three, and so uh, I baked mini cupcakes with a. Actually, I did a. I did a ton of baking this weekend. I, I make mini cupcakes with fondant um, toppers mm-hmm. um, depicting characters from my neighbor uh, totoro
0: yeah i saw those online those look great
1: yeah so we made like the white ones and the blue ones and the gray ones mm. and uh, that was fun and then <laughs> i also made i took a cake over to my cousin's house for thanksgiving dinner and i made a hummingbird
0: cake really
1: Okay, so I came across this really interesting article last week, which we can post in the show notes. Uh, it was from Delish, and it was, um, what's the cake everyone was obsessed with the year you were born? Right. And it was a great collection of old, kind of basically old-fashioned cakes. Um, cakes that you just aren't going to see on a menu or in a bakery anymore, and some of them just looked fantastic. There was, like, the Wellesley fudge cake. Um, there was the really disgusting Watergate cake. Um, so lots of really cool things. Your wife mentioned to me that there was the Barbie cake. Yes. Which is like a Barbie kind of stuck in the middle of a cake. And then there's this, this, like marshmallow. It was the, really... The cake is,
0: the cake is like her big poofy dress, It's right? her big
1: poofy dress. Yes, sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was just kind of a horror show, but she definitely wanted it when she was a kid. Sure. Yes. And... Um, The cake of our birth was a carrot cake, which I was, frankly, a little disappointed by. Mm. But it was the mid-70s, so there you go. Um, But the cake that I made was called a hummingbird cake, which was this, like, three-tiered cake featuring bananas and pineapples, uh, like crushed crushed pineapple from a can, and uh, a cream cheese icing. And it was sort of spicy, like a spice cake with, like, cinnamon and allspice. And it was developed for – and I love this. It was developed for a um, Jamaica tourism campaign in the late oh. 60s.
0: Yeah.
1: So you can just imagine – Jamaica ima- known
0: for its cream cheese.
1: Right. <laughs> you can just imagine, like, uh, you know, uh, some lady picking up, like, McCall's magazine, reading – about Jamaica and this wonderful cake and making it for her husband and he's like, this cake is delicious.
0: Let's go should, to Jamaica.
1: Let's go to Jamaica. And the the people at the Jamaican Tourist Board being like,
0: yes! Yes, we did it. Yes!
1: And it's called a hummingbird cake, which I also find very charming. Yeah. So yeah, I made that too. It was, Because uh, yeah. it's very sweet? Uh, no. I don't know, and it's huge, frankly, and it doesn't fly. I don't know why they call the Bird cake. I have no <laughs> how, idea. How was it received? I, oh, wonderfully! Everybody likes cake.
0: Yeah, nobody nobody does. Nobody turns down a cake.
1: Nobody turns down a cake. That's that's one of the things I was actually thinking about. Where um, everyone says that you're a great baker. You know, when you bring a cake to someone's house, everybody loves it. Yeah, and um, and it was, oh, you're such a good baker. You should go on that bake show. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Because you people are not objective. Yeah. Right.
0: No, the two, the two, the biggest distances are between zero and one and between 99 and 100. Exactly.
1: That's right. And I'm, I'm somewhere in a, in a mushy middle.
0: (laughs) Should we talk showstoppers?
1: Let's talk showstoppers.
0: The showstopper this week was to make an Italian cookie sculpture or diorama featuring at least two different kinds of cookies.
1: So just like last week when they introduced the idea of the um bread sand, the cake sand, sandwich mm-hmm. cake, yeah, yeah. I immediately went to the internet to try to find evidence of this thing and yeah, was is, disa- this ama- is this a thing? I was disappointed, is this, a thing? I was disappointed a thing. this time. I didn't find anything. I was expecting like dioramas of uh,
0: the Parthenon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or you know the um, Sistine Chapel. Or, yes. Yep. Yep. Mary. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I might. I might be fooling myself, but I feel like I've gotten pretty good at reading the show as it's playing out now. Mm-hmm. And as as they were doing the showstopper, I was like, "Ooh, they're not. They're not showing us a lot of Megans. I bet it's going to be spectacular."
1: Right. And indeed it was. And
0: indeed it was.
1: Uh, I had to look up what she was doing. I actually went back to rewatch the section with the isomalt when she's pouring the red stuff into a big bucket of ice.
0: What was that on her, called?
1: And I was like, what the heck is going on? And she's the way that she was um, describing her actions, it was actually quite funny. There's something a little bit flinty about Megan insofar as that she was describing this thing that she was doing with a little bit of a roll of the eye.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: I thought of just like, well, I'm just doing this thing and this other thing and this other thing.
0: I was
1: like, "No, no, we have no idea what you're doing." <laughs> yeah. That is fascinating. Tell me more. It's okay. Uh so what she was using was this product called isomalt. Mm-hmm. Which is a sugar alcohol.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And yeah, and you, you you've probably seen candies made out of this stuff. And yeah, like diabetics can, I mm-hmm. guess, eat them.
0: Um, right. It's like a left-handed molecule or something. Or...
1: Exa- yeah, exactly. And so it's a, it's sweet, but it's not absorbed by the system, doesn't trigger the same insulin response, um, w- will upset your digestive system if you Certainly. eat too much of it. Certain-
0: unquestionably.
1: <laughs> so she, she boils the isomalt um, to liquefy it, puts the red stuff in it, and then pours it over the ice cubes – I guess, and then it sort of freezes in place into this ah. like amazing bonfire shape which she was yeah. making. Yeah, yeah. A nor- a northern cabin with the northern lights kind of behind it once again, and and these little animals and that sort of technique she has with the the black and the sort of spattery painting, the yep. sort of side side of the van painting yeah. that we d- we talked yeah, a couple these kind episodes of like, ago.
0: Kind of no- northern lights, ghost animals.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, she
0: does seem to have a palette.
1: Yes, she does, and uh, yeah, so that was, and it was, it was amazing, and I guess we'll just talk about the 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 two uh, outstanding showstoppers right now because on the one hand hers was very elaborate, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of stuff going on, and mm-hmm. it teetered on the edge of madness.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And then, on the other hand, the total opposite was Andre's um, fish, yes, which was so cool and coolly designed and presented. You could see that it was an
0: intellectual cookie.
1: It was a concept, right? Yeah, and it you could have you could have been serving that at like an architect's party.
0: Yes, kind of
1: thing. You know, it was yeah. it was so so it was uh, four different doughs, and it was this beautiful fish mm-hmm. um, uh, with with fish scales mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these like these cookies in
0: waves. Yeah, you just piping out like what must have been like close to a hundred scales.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and it turned out it looked beautiful, but in a an a designy austere way.
0: Mm-hmm. The judges, the judges called two of the called Setchens and Sadia's uh, showstoppers restrained, as a negative. Uh, yes, visually I,
1: underwhelming.
0: Yeah, but I feel like Andres was restrained, but in a in in more like a Frank Lloyd Wright like architectural way.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how. It's funny how these things can kind of go a bit wrong. Sadia was the star baker last week. Yeah. And it's funny how it just it didn't come together for her this week. And then her ludo board, and I don't know what a ludo board is, and I wish I looked mm. it up beforehand. It's but it's a...
0: kind of like sorry. Okay. It's similar in gameplay to sorry.
1: Right, and it's a it's a very it's an old game.
0: Yes, is my understanding
1: yep. too. And so she had this sort of beautiful board and it, like last week she had um with cookies 2 weeks ago with the cookies she had these like flat cookies with um very beautiful designs and then th- this week was kind of similar in so far as she had this board and she had these colors and designs that she had built into it but it it wasn't this time it didn't it wasn't a spectacular effort it yeah. was it yeah. was compared to the other things that we were seeing it wasn't sort of a 3d object
0: uh, I and I it was funny like, i don't know yeah. i feel like i feel like she put the work in she just like if she had a different concept if she had something with a bit of height in it like if she mm-hmm. had just turned those biscuits sideways right and made i don't know like a hell- hellraiser puzzle cube or something <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't i yeah mm mm-hmm like I, like I feel like she put in the same amount of work she just, just it just like just didn't have the the three-dimensional concept.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. And it was interesting when they were talking to her about it. They 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 sort of said, "What were you thinking?" Right. And she she said that she was maybe scared. Right. When she was she was like she maybe didn't really she didn't get it or she was a little bit scared to try and do something. Mhm bigger more ambitious.
0: I don't like the concept of reality television show as self-help and self-improvement, but I do like the concept of reality show as as crucible. Mhm. Um and I don't know, I re- I react badly to um to to reality show hosts saying like you need to be better, you need to be <laughs> a better person. Um, right. But overcoming fears a uh, uh, tri- triumphing over 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 one's own fears is is a story that I like to see
1: right is very appealing yeah right well yeah it's I don't know if you remember but on British Bake off it's um it happens really consistently there's a bit of a curse of the star baker, yes, you get the star baker one week and then the next week you go home mm-hmm. and there must be something to that. There must be some element of the pressure of being the star baker
0: mm-hmm.
1: must get to some bakers.
0: Yep. Or and, you feel like maybe you feel like you can coast this week.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's either you're coasting or the you, the pressure gets to you and you just start to drop everything. And you just, yeah, you start fumbling and making mistakes. Um, I'm, or... I don't know, some weird false confidence. That wasn't going on this week with her. No. But, yeah, something no. something is going on.
0: Um, I think I would like to change the text tone on my phone to Mengling saying, bees!
1: <laughs> Mengling's beehive was so great. Yeah. Uh, it was, um, there was a Rochelle, she said something like, Mangling. I'm used to be I'm used to be you being nervous and here you are being fun. Was that what she said? She says, Yeah, like, yeah.
0: We like we like we like silly fun mangling.
1: We like silly fun mangling. I was like, where have you been?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, f- I feel like she's silly fun all the time. Mm, maybe Even she's, when nervous when she's
0: nervous when the, Maybe maybe she's nervous when the judges are around.
1: You know what? That's probably it. Mm. They would make me nervous too.
0: And my man Devin uh pulled it off again in the showstopper? had a had a rough mm-hmm. week, but then pulled it out again with his uh his cactus cookies.
1: that was some hella good piping yep <laughs> amazing Have you seen his cakes on instagram?
0: uh yeah I have I've seen a few of them
1: yeah like he he does some spectacular stuff on tops tops of cakes like realistic looking flowers and yeah. stuff
0: yeah i yeah. thought his i thought his desert flowers looked great in this uh this showstopper
1: they really did. Yeah. That was once again that's that was the, he has that hand. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh so the the star baker this week was Megan, who came first in the technical and had her amazing Northern Lights diorama.
1: Yes. And this week we said goodbye to Sadia.
0: Yeah. Star baker yeah. from Bread Week. Star baker from Bread Week did not make it this week.
1: Nope. She had a she had a tough tough couple of bakes. And yep. I think she came in. And she came in fourth with her technical. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was this tough. It was tough, although
0: mm-hmm.
1: some interesting ideas that didn't quite come off. So.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bake Canadian Takeoff. You can find us on Instagram and
1: Twitter and Facebook, at Fake Canadian and online, Bakecanadian.com.
0: If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Our theme music is Dog Politics, off the album Mood Music for the Apocalypse by Elvis Herring.
1: Bye. Au revoir. (laughs) Au revoir.
0: Aloha. about uh, Hollywood handshake inflation gate? What? Apparently, in this season of British Bake Off, Paul Hollywood's hanging, handing out handshakes like it's going out of style.
1: Oh my God, what's going mm. on?
0: Just handshake, handshake, handshake.
1: It must be Brexit-related anxiety.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, gotta get all these out now. This is my <laughs> last chance. <laughs>